0: it's good y'all I go by Jamal Jamal tuned into the podcast shout out to everyone who's been rocking with me on Twitch if you want to follow me my username is DJ what's next up there but yeah I'm going to be telling you guys about my first couple months after I moved to Toronto and what that was like for me. So before you guys stop listening, here's the episode. take me an hour and a half to get home from work so i decided that since i was committed to this job at bell uh, i would make the jump and move closer to it so as you can tell by the title of this episode i moved to toronto (laughs) i got a basement apartment just off of subway line 4 yeah uh sort of in the in the uh fairview mall area it's actually in a really nice neighborhood so but I mean, I just had a basement, so nothing special. Uh, <laughs> I was excited to move though. Um, new city, and like, I, I was working. Since I was working at Bell, I had a crazy good deal on my services, like phone, TV, internet, all that. So I spoke with the Bell representative before moving, and they told me like, yeah, everything's good, ready for your move, and they were supposed to come on the same day I was moving in, so everything was straight. So when the Bell Tech came to install my services on that same day, on the day that I moved in, they told me that they weren't able to do it. They didn't really have much details at the time, but they were just saying that somebody else would contact me and let me know what was going on. So they called me back and they said, okay, there's some work that needs to be done outside and that they would send somebody to do it on Friday. And I was like, I think I was moving in on Tuesday, so it was like three days or something. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I didn't have internet till then, but yeah. So I moved in, and I was going to work the rest of the week. He did the outside work, and then he left. And a bell represent called me and said, yep, the outside work is completed, and I would have to call call back bell through the regular channels and book another install date so I did that and I coordinated that date with my landlord because he wanted to see exactly where uh, they were going to drill into the house because they needed to drill the line in a new line in and yeah so on the day the guy comes and we all meet in the backyard and we decide on a place where he was going to drill. But before he was able to complete the work, he informed us that the issue that they sent out to resolve was not resolved and that he would not be able to install that day. And when when Bell contacted me back, they said, yeah, we're going to have to dig up the lawn, dig up the lawn and lay new wiring down from the blocks to the house. And I'm like, you can't be serious. Like. (laughs) Uh. So, I mean, at this point, it's been like two weeks without TV or internet. And I had my cell phone, but only four gigabytes of data at the time. Like data plans, data plans back then were not what they are now. I tell you that. And believe it or not, during these two weeks was when I suffered my nerve injury. The one I spoke about in episode four. So I had to find a new family doctor. I had to submit all these things for WSIB. I had no TV or internet. I'm like lost as to where to go. Like I'm in a new city. I don't know anybody. there's a lot of paperwork that goes involved with that. Like I remember sneaking into, to, to Bell to use the computer system to print some of the stuff I needed. And I couldn't get in cause my badge was expired. They canceled my badge. So I got in, got to my desk, but it wouldn't let me access my computer. And I'm like, damn. So I had to ask like some manager that was there to print the off a sheet for me. And like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yo. So like I had to find a new family doctor and the way WSIB works is they don't like you switching doctors. But like I had no choice, like I moved. So I had to get a new family doctor and yeah, because I wasn't driving back to Brampton to go see the doctor every time I needed to see him because I had a pretty serious nerve injury. (laughs) i'm dealing with this injury stuff i'm dealing with the with living in a new place a new city and i'm doing it without internet so just to close out the internet story it took them two and a half months to get my services up and running and like it wasn't like i could just uh get rogers and say screw these guys um because I needed the bell services because I was supporting those systems, right? So, and they sold me on this idea of having a one bill, all my services on one bill, like I had the deal and everything. So like, damn man. dealt for a very messy situation where like i couldn't like i don't know this is weird so during that time as you can imagine my cell phone data plan was over the limits like i only had four gigs so i was way over my limit and they wanted me to pay overage fees and i was telling them like no like you can't expect me to pay overage fees because like i don't even have anything else and the funny thing is is they still wanted me to pay for my regular services that I didn't have installed. So when they actually came to install my services, I advised the technician where we agreed to drill. And he told me, he's like, no, we can't drill there. We're going to drill. I'm going to drill in a better spot. And he chose a different spot to drill and drilled it. (laughs) And while he's drilling the hole, my landlord pulls up. And he walks over and like pushes the guy. And they get in like a shouting match. And like, I was just like shocked as to what was going on. I was just like standing there, like wide eyed, like, oh my goodness. And they're like arguing back and forth. It's like, I told him to put the hole there. Da-da-da-da-da. So they sent me back to work around November 2016. And like, the condition i'm in like i could barely do anything because my job at the time was literally all typing if anyone ever used like a linux command line that was like my whole job like i was an administrator on the uh video on demand platform that was my whole my whole day so i couldn't really do that so like, i did a little bit here a little bit there but i mean it was nothing i was not affected let's say that so since I had been off for like a few months before that, I literally had all my vacation left three weeks and they would not let me take, they would not let me carry over those three weeks to the next year. They asked, they told me to use all my vacation right then and there. So I was only back at work for two weeks and then I, they sent me on vacation. I was off for the rest of the year. So like, so then when I got back to work, I was having so much difficulty using a computer. Like I told my doctor, like I thought like my condition was getting worse. The only issue was that when I got to my doctor's office to tell tell her that uh, I was having these new symptoms and it was getting worse, my doctor went on mat leave and there was this replacement doctor there and I was like, Oh my goodness. This is like my worst nightmare. So I'm explaining to this guy from the jump, what happened? Like I, I, cause I, I don't know how much he knows, how much he doesn't know. Like he has my file, but he doesn't understand like what happened. Right. Cause this is a good, the injury happened in July and this was January now. Right. So, I explained everything what happened with my injury and how bad it's gotten. And he agreed to send me to a specialist. So we are doing like, I'm doing like ultrasounds, MRIs, x-rays, like everything, try to figure out like what's going on. And like, it got so bad that like, I couldn't, I couldn't like sit at work anymore. It's like, I hardly use a computer. People are staring at me like, why aren't you, why isn't this guy like contributing? So, when I told WSIB that, they decided that I needed to go to a rehab program. So, the rehab program didn't start for another two months. So, I was just, I just had to wait. So, I was doing my own rehab, doing my own exercises, like, and I mean, the main confusion with my injury was that, like, they couldn't figure out how I hurt my hand and my shoulder was messed up at the same time. But as I said, like the nerve injury is the same nerve that travels from my shoulder to my hand. We're doing all these tests and like, it's not showing up on any of these tests, right? And I'm I'm looking at like, and we're talking like ultrasounds, MRIs, x-rays, like everything and I'm like, okay, now do it in this spot. Like We couldn't find like, we didn't know what was going on. And during this time, my doctor wraps up her mat leave and comes back. And so the next time I go and see her, it's like what the hell is going on? She's like this is not what what like I left with and I'm like yeah, I'm like it's not. And I'm trying to explain to her like what happened since and there's like definitely like a gap in understanding what was actually going on. So I had an apartment which half the time I didn't have TV and internet for the first couple months, but and they want me to they wanted me to pay the bill for the time I didn't have, have the internet. And I was not I wasn't gonna pay for them, so pay for it. So like I was like arguing with them obviously and it ended up becoming this big thing. And Bell wasn't paying me any money, so now I, I don't have income from Bell. WSIB wasn't paying me. And I I had to go to this rehab program every day so like needless to say i had a lot going on so like i was pretty comfortable leaving that situation because it was toxic it's just toxic to me like like i don't know what what else i could have done like they they poached me for every last dollar i had and like they literally were coming after me For money, that they they said that they overpaid. You guys heard the episode, like, I I just didn't understand like how they couldn't get a grasp over the situation. Like, I don't know if I said this in the in that in episode four or not, but like I literally I literally cornered my boss in the office and explained to him exactly what was going on, like every detail. Like I spent like twenty minutes talking, and he was just crying, like he was in tears, and I'm like. This is like next level shit here and like I look crazy because obviously I'm upset about it but anyways I ended up leaving Bell and I was okay doing that because I ended up getting a job at, at um, the woodbine racetrack in their broadcast department and to be honest I should have known that this job was sketchy because they basically offered me the job in the room. Like to be honest, I thought I thought they needed a broadcast professional engineering type of person. But really what they needed was an extra set of hands. Which is the if, which if there's anything to take away from my injury, it's that I'm no longer an extra set of hands okay (laughs) I'm not I'm not an extra set of hands I literally learned nothing there I learned nothing I was I was literally just moving things from one part of the arena to the next I mean there's nothing wrong with that but I'm still recovering from an injury here so it's probably not the best thing for me to be doing like you know I kind of had the idea I could wear like a dress shirt to work but, like, that wasn't the case because they wanted you to get dirty and shit. Like, so the thing about the racetrack was, this is a horse racing track, by the way, is that they had these huge tournaments that take place in June and July. Have you heard of the Queen's Plate? Yeah, so, like, that's one of their big ones. Um, there's, like, this whole thing where people wear, like, medieval dresses. It's weird. I mean, it's, uh, it is what it is. I'm not going to say it's weird because I, I could see how it'd be cool to dress up like that, but it's just, it's not something I've experienced and like before, I haven't experienced it before that. And yeah, it's it's different. What I hated most about the job was I wasn't involved in any of like the technical planning or any conversations about it. They were just like, okay, put move the move the equipment over there. And yeah, like there was no like... There's no technical work to it, it's just physical. One day they asked me to drive to Woodbine early in the morning, load up a a truck full of equipment by myself, and drive it to their sister track, which was all the way in Milton. And like, I don't mind driving anywhere to any place, but like, I don't want to drive like the company truck, like, and I don't want to, I don't want to pack it full of equipment by myself because I've never done it before. So, like, nobody on our team was available to do it, so they got somebody from another team to meet me there and help me load the truck and drive it to this location. <sighs> it was a stressful time. Like, I, and I'm like, I, at the same time, like, I'm still recovering from this injury, so I'm really not trying to do all this. But, like, I didn't want to complain or nothing. I'm like, I don't want to make sure, I don't want to think, like, I'm too good for, like, that type of grunt work, but... It's not what I, I was getting into this for. And the funniest part about the whole thing was that I was working with this guy who was on the team as well. And he had hurt his hand, too. He had literally just hurt his hand. And the company was letting him go to doctor's appointments and everything. And he's like, yeah, they're being really good about it and everything. And I'm like, huh, I've heard I've just been went through this whole situation. And this guy's hand is pretty fucked. Like, and I'm like, wow, so there's two of us that have the same problem here. And while I was there, he got a deep gash on his hand cutting using a drill. And I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm like pretty much traumatized at this point. There's a lot of things that I viewed as unsafe to me anyways. So I wasn't really comfortable like working there. And most importantly, and there's a lot of important things about this job, but hear me out so the queen's plate was around the same weekend every year and that weekend that year it fell around my mom's birthday and think about my mom's birthday is that my dad's birthday is close by and so is my sister's so during the these weekends they are huge festival weekends and apparently this is like their busiest time of the year they wanted me to work overtime and they're like yeah it's not like this all year but it's only this time of year that we're super busy. And I'm thinking to myself like, do I want to be busy every time, every year at this time? Regardless of how non-busy like the rest of it is? Like at this time, is this what I want to be busy doing? And I had to honestly answer to myself, no, it's not. I did feel unsafe doing that job. It's just the way everything added up. It just it didn't seem worth it, worth it. You know? So I decided it wasn't for me. So at the end of my probation, I resigned. And I mean, they were pretty upset about it, but I mean, I was just honest with them. So there's not much more I could do. I was still DJing at the time, so I was pretty comfortable to quit without having like another job exactly lined up. So... Yeah, that's sort of how it went. I was working full-time as a DJ while I looked for another job. My job search was actually very difficult. Like, I applied, I applied, I applied. And I ended up getting an interview at Rogers, actually. And for those of you who don't know, Rogers is Bell's direct competition. And when I interviewed for Rogers, they made me feel real comfortable, you know? They they made me feel wanted, let's say like, I wanted to join that team bad because of basically how they made me feel in the interview. <laughs> and, like, I was I was lucky enough to get a second interview with the company. I was like, damn, like, this might be real, like, you know? So, I go to my interview, and again, they make me really comfortable. They walk me around the facility. We're looking at all the different areas. Um, sort of like giving me, like, it felt like an orientation. And they were asking me, like, what I know about certain things and where where I think I would need training in, bring me up to speed on their systems, um, because there was also a little bit of crossover from the Bell systems, like just sort of knowing the system architecture, um, just sort of knowing what's different between the two and how they stack up against each other. Um, so yeah, just like certain questions like that, and like I don't know, they made me feel comfortable. So like I was feeling really good about it. Like I felt like it was mutual too. So. And after I got home from the interview, I actually had an email from them asking me for two references. And I was happy I was so happy. Like I happily provided them to providing them two references. And at the same time, I had got an interview for a job at chorus. And I-, I was familiar with chorus. Like I, I had went on a tour there and I had two, two guys I went to college with work there as well. Um, but yeah, so I went to the I went to that job interview, and it was honestly the total opposite. I wasn't as confident about this one. I didn't think the interview went well at all, which was okay to me because at the time, like I was like, okay, like I don't really think it went well, but I'm gonna get this job at Rogers, so I'll just do that. And a week goes by. And I get one of those automated messages from Rogers saying, thank you for applying for this position. Unfortunately, we're going to move on with other candidates, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't get the position. And I'm like, what the? Like, I'm like, why didn't I get it? Like, I'm kind of curious because like I thought I thought I had it in the bag, you know, like <laughs> they gave me the you know? wink in the gun. They gave me the wink in the gun, the wink in the gun they had pretty much done everything but offer me the job in the room. So I reached out to my references and I'm like, what did you guys say to them? What happened? Like, what did they ask you? (laughs) And turns out they didn't even call my references. And I was just like, what? What kind of game is this? Like, (laughs) was this a game they were playing from the start? Did they not even want to consider me for this job? So, I was confused, disappointed, and I don't know. I was kind of like lost. I even emailed them asking, why? Why didn't you guys, why didn't you guys hire me? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. They gave me the, oh, we found someone more experience, you know, typical blanket. Excuse, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like if you ask for someone's references, you call the references because I contacted my references and made sure it was okay for them to call. So they're looking out for a call and you don't even call. So I, I don't know. It's beyond me, but believe it or not, that same day I get a call from chorus inviting me for a second interview. And like, I'm like, I was so shocked. Cause I'm like, I didn't think this interview went good at all. Like, I just didn't... I didn't think it went well. And the reason I didn't think it went well, because the questions that they were asking me, I felt they were... too specific to Belle's operation. And I felt that if I had answered those questions, I would be divulging more information than I should. So it kind of got awkward and yeah I don't know what else to say about that (laughs) but when I got to the second interview there's two managers there now and that'll be important but there's two managers there now and literally the same thing happens again like the interview goes literally the same way it's like it's fine at the beginning and then they start asking me really really like as I said, sensitive information about bell and I couldn't do it. Like I, I was just like kind of skirted around the question because I didn't feel comfortable answering it. And I kind of felt that was weird, very weird. But anyways, what happens next is truly mind blowing. don't hate me. You're going to have to wait for the next episode. thank you thank you thank you for going on this journey with me as always my dms are opened if you want to talk or ask me any questions it's love always you know i'm here i'm jamal jamal take care